listening to a collection of interviews conducted on arts and culture on The Morning Mixtape with your host, Nicole DiDonato. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9.15am on CGRU 1280am in Toronto or stream it online at CGRU.ca. Welcome to Arts and Culture on the Morning Mixtape. I'm your host, Nicole DiDonato. Today on the show, I'll be playing a conversation I had with Toronto-based singer-songwriter Lucas Di Pasquale. Lucas became well-known among the dancehall community after posting a mashup video on YouTube where he covered Jamaican reggae artist Popcon songs. As the Popcon mashup became a viral success, Popcon began promoting it himself and invited Lucas to Jamaica for a slot on the island's Dream Weekend music festival. Since then, Lucas has made songs featuring big dancehall artists such as Cardinal Official, Conscience, and Popcon himself. In the interview, we talked about Lucas's music, his songwriting, and his experience collaborating with well-known reggae and dancehall artists. Let's take a listen. Hey, Lucas. How's it going? Good. That's good. So, first, um, can you tell me how you got into music? Uh, yeah. I started making music when I was in high school, I guess. I was making, like, a bunch of covers at, like, um, you know, like, your high school would put on shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we had this thing called Band-Aid, I remember, and it was, like, a charity for the Markham Stouffville Hospital, so people, everybody would, like, sing or dance or something like that, so... That was like the first time that I actually made covers or something. I made them with my friend Kelly, um, and we put them on YouTube, stuff like that. And that's pretty much why I learned to play the guitar and and sing, I guess. And then yeah, I started. I did a cover that um, did well, and then I started making my own music. And then yeah, pretty much the way I got in. Wow, that's awesome. That was Thanks. a great like summary of <laughs> of you. I love it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's really cool. We'll talk more about that later and how you cool. kind of got into that. Um, but first, can, I know you also attended Ryerson University for radio and television arts yeah. briefly. So yeah. can you tell me a bit about that and I guess how that plays into your whole story about, you know, getting into music? Yeah, that was, it's actually super cool that I get to include that in this, in like the story when I talk, talk about this or, um, just think about it like from before because all my buddies, now like we're around when they were like helping me make the videos that um that kind of got me here like my buddy Tully in fourth year filmed me doing this popcorn mashup that got a lot of views and then that's pretty much why I started making music professionally so um I yeah I just I had just ended my second semester of RTA and then I and then a bunch of people started calling like people that you know like Donna and um I, I think Brian um, he was he was one of the guys. He, I think he was a labby or or a, or an instructor or something. Um, and there they people were just leaving um, messages at Ryerson, and it was this guy named Ricky who manages me now. Um, and he was trying to get in contact with me. And he thought I was still in school, so like he like came to Ryerson and looked around and like came in here and like looked around and was looking for me. And then I was in Markham because I'd moved home, but I lived in like the you know the Primrose Building that became oh yeah yeah something else yeah yeah yeah. Um, I live there, and then we filmed the the mashup in that uh, in that residence. So like, yeah, it's really weird to just like think about all that, how all that happened around here. And I I still live around here, but it's just weird like to think Tully 
just like videotaped me in Primrose and then like that's why I started making music it's just weird I know it's it's crazy I mean you never know like when you're gonna be successful I guess I mean I feel like that's not something you expect exactly. no yeah no for sure um but did you know you wanted to make music professionally or do you think it's just something that kind of happened because of that mashup video I want yeah I definitely wanted to but I wasn't really like making covers I definitely wanted to but I wasn't making covers with the intention of that happening and then I didn't think it would be something like me doing a dance hall cover I thought it would just be kind of, I continued to make covers until I got, like, me and Kelly got a steady number of views, like, and continued to, like, make, I don't know, just, like, make covers until I had a cool YouTube channel, and then I would, like, make my own music with Kelly and, like, with myself, and I would just put it out that way, but I didn't expect it to be, like, one video that um, I just did because I like dancehall music, and then it kind of just became, like, um my music for a while like it was like you make acoustic dance all music and i'm trying to like broaden that out now and i still want to do that but like for a while it was like yo you make this popcorn cover now like that's what i did it was cool though. yeah i know it's interesting because i know you also did like covers of kind of like yeah very different artists like you didn't do all like dance hall artists you did yeah. like ed sheeran did you cover yeah, ed sheeran? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, ed sheeran yeah. i mean i can definitely see how like your voice like fits that type of music but mm. yeah I know it's interesting to, to kind of see that that was what made you as an artist I think that not made you but like started off your kind for of sure, professional no, career sure. as an artist like, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to do all the things that I've done in the past two years if I didn't make that cover so it's just I don't know it's cool yeah and I mean I think that the reason why I at least I really like your music is because I think it's so different because you you sound like a really good dancehall artist but you yeah. also have like a very different kind of style yeah. as well so you're not a typical dancehall artist yeah. but you're also very I don't know it's really cool I appreciate I, I really that. love thank it you. yeah no thank you yeah no problem yeah so I know I, when I was um watching your popcorn mashup video on YouTube it was funny because I was reading the comments afterwards mm -hmm. and it was funny because it was like all like people from Jamaica being like I'm from Jamaica I approve of this yeah, I love yeah, your music yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so That's like the coolest part yeah like how did you feel about that when you kind of saw those comments that was it's so cool like it's still really cool for me because I didn't expect number one I didn't expect that to happen I didn't think people would like not I didn't think they dislike it, but I didn't think people would be that cool with it um, and, and supportive of it. And then also it was just, it was crazy when it started happening because again, I was with like Orist and these are all people in fourth year, but I was with like Orist and Josh and um, I think Tully and people started tweeting the cover and I was like, oh, that's cool. That's never really happened. Like multiple people mm -hmm. were like tweeting the cover and being like, yo, this is sick or whatever. And then Popcon tweeted it on that same day. And I remember we were still in Primrose and I was like, yo, this is weird. Like, <laughs> this is really, really cool. I was like really excited about it. And apparently people had been tagging him in a video of me doing it on Instagram for like a while. And I didn't even know about it. And I thought I was like, wow, this is so weird. Like, this is so cool. And then. I don't know, that was two years ago? Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh my weird. gosh, that that's two, so cool. That that's like weird. Two, two, I think two years ago, like two and a half years ago. Wow, that's so cool. Um, yeah, so that actually brings me to my next question. So um, obviously you're kind of like classified as a dancehall artist. At least you're like, I guess, your, yeah. well, your music on iTunes is like is, reggae. Is under like that's reggae. reggae, yeah. But I think, the next, I think the next time I put something out, I'm sure the i don't know i don't know what i would even want to put it under but i'm sure the people that i'm working with would probably want to put it under pop which makes the most sense because mm -hmm. i used i used to not even i don't know i listen to a lot of hip-hop music and i make like 
I don't know what the kind of music I make, but I played a bunch of different music at the show that I just did at the Drake. So like I, w- I don't know what to call it, but I know when Frank Ocean dropped his new album, it was under pop. And I guess like when I think about it, yeah, Frank Ocean is under pop. Not that I want to make the same music as Frank yeah, Ocean, yeah. but his music is like super different and cool. Yeah. And like really, really good. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm cool with being called whatever. Like, because mm-hmm. I don't know, when you think of pop, you think of like radio pop music. Yeah. Not that like, yeah. I might make that stuff too, but I don't know if I would want to put a album out under that. Yeah. But, I, I mean, it's hard. It's hard, right? Especially when you kind of dabble in a bunch of different genres it's yeah. hard to choose like what you want to be classified as especially exactly. if your album like or ep or whatever <laughs> features a bunch of different songs from different genres mm-hmm. um but yeah my question was well why did you kind of decide because i know your um last ep post-secondary mm-hmm. that one was all kind of more like reggae music and yeah. music so why did you want to make that kind of music i got the i just got the opportunity to like i, I got the the first opportunities that I got were while I was in Jamaica. Me and Ricky went to Jamaica, and we did this. I di- I performed at Dream Weekend. So I think after right. that, it was like really, um, Popcon really dug the thing. And I like I'm still an enormous fan of Popcon. Like I just me and my buddy just like listen to. He just sends me every single song he puts out. He just puts out music on YouTube like a classic dance artist. You just hear his like random song on YouTube and they're all I think they're all bangers like mm-hmm. I Popcon is one of the only artists that I'm always like yo have you heard this guy's new song so like getting to meet him and then like getting an opportunity to I don't know have the feature like pay like I never I would never be able to pay for a feature from Popcon so like mm-hmm. the, my opportunity was like yo I'm gonna make a song with Popcon I can just and like we needed a song to like to match the speed of the EP and like we could put it on the radio too and i was like yeah man let's make like a like i have this like weird ditty that i've been playing on the guitar and it was just like this like uh, like this thing that went down the neck yeah. of the guitar so like i was just like okay i'm going to make this song and then i sent it to him and he just kind of made like a different song out of it and we had these uh producers named mojam or they still i still work with them really really cool dudes in the uk and ricky got them to make a song and like in the span of a month or something of me sending in this demo I had like a song with Popcon and I was like, what the heck? Crazy. Like, this is great. So like, I would never, I, you're right. Like that, the kind of the production on it and the kind of style of it is not exactly what I've always thought I would make. Like the first single that I have, but it's also, I still like, like it and I still really like performing it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I never thought I would like the first thing I would do is try to make people dance, but I did. And I was like, yeah, that's super cool. Like that's, I, but I never thought I was like, I don't know, Dallas Green said once, he was like, I never thought, I'd always thought I was going to make people cry or something about, like, mm-hmm. I've always made people cry or something like that, and now I want to make them dance. And it was when he made, like, Weightless or, I don't know, one of his newer albums. And I always thought about that, and I was like, that's cool. I want to make people dance, too. But yeah. I've never, I only listen to, I don't really listen to a lot of, like, I don't know, pop or just, the only music that I would dance to is, like, hip-hop music and dance all music and mm-hmm. i look like a goof but like I, <laughs> I i feel like i look like a goof dancing to like pop music anyway mm-hmm. but anyway yeah um, <laughs> we went off on a weird tangent but that i guess yeah that's why i decided to make that kind of music because even when i i wrote this like other i wrote come home um in jamaica with steven mcgregor and he he's like a he makes dance all he's a legendary dance all producer but he can make anything and i think he just interpreted it like in this kind of like reggae rockish popish 
vibe. Mm-hmm. And then I just got to ask one of my favorite artists again if they would be on the song. Like I got to ask Agent Sasko Assassin if he would just be on the song, which is like crazy yeah, for me. That's like that's awesome. nuts. If I if I told myself that three years ago when I, I think Yeezus came out like around then. When I heard that like three years ago. When I heard Agent Sasko on that, and I was like, oh my god, this guy's the coolest dancehall like, slash rapper, artist kind of guy ever. If I got, man, you're going to make a song with him? That's crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. I know. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, do you think that because of that um, PopCon mashup, like, that's maybe why, I guess, like, the people that you've worked with, like, producers or managers or whatever, kind of want you to keep doing that music since that's kind of how you first got discovered? Or no, or I do you think it was a con- conscious choice you made, maybe? I think it was both. I think yeah. I was, like, kind of recommended to do something. Like, I, it was kind of... I needed a little bit of... I still do need direction on, like, what we need to make. And um, I have a bunch of ideas, but I still haven't had proper sessions with, like, writers... I've only done things with producers. I've had a few writers, but, like, nothing that we've made anything with. Um, so, like, I think the the production on the EP is kind of just, like, uniform, and it makes sense, and I don't think I would have been able to do that. Um, but I know that the new album we've made, like, I've already made a bunch of music. I'm still going to make a good amount more before I release it. I think it's going to come out, like, next year. Um, but I know I've made a conscious effort to, like, make a bunch of different sounds. And I'm still doing that. And I think like even I just did a show and I got to rap. I got to sing. I got to sing like pop music, but I also got to sing like kind of indie pop music, like more that I still like I I was I've still been a huge fan of Bombay Bicycle Club since I was like in high school. Death Cab for Cutie, Bonnie Vare, like all these Mm -hmm. a bunch more, too, that I just don't really like always pay attention to. But I listen to a lot of that stuff. So I want to make like all that. And yeah. yeah, I think like I made a conscious effort to make that kind of music before. Um, and it's just kind of being put on this album. So nice. Very yeah. nice. And um, yeah, I noticed that a few of your lyrics are in Patois. So do you <laughs> want to maybe explain kind of like how you learned it or like why you incorporated it into your songs? Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess I learned it when I was I didn't really learn it. I just know some some Patois. Like I barely know <laughs> any. But like when I go to Jamaica, it's you start picking it up more and more but i still i'm not i still can't speak it yeah i (laughs) definitely can't do that um but i hang out with like i have a lot of jamaican friends and i've always thought it was like really cool and like i have a i have a i've always my best friend since i was like four is this dude named ben and he's his whole family's like really chinese he's chinese oh yeah um and i've always tried to learn cantonese and then i've never thought that was like weird or anything i've always (laughs) just been like i've always spoken like i've met cantonese people and just like spoken cantonese no No, not like not not well but like just like that's awesome i was just like i I guess that's (laughs) weird but like i've never thought that was weird i've always thought that was like really normal that I just wanted to learn Cantonese. So I treated it the same way with, like, my buddies. I would want to just, like, speak Patois to them. And we do. I do that sometimes. So, like, doing that for the PopCon mashup didn't seem weird mm-hmm. or anything. So I did that. I went on Google and, like, just kind of kept reading it and, like, asking my buddy Rob if I was doing it correctly, speaking correctly and stuff like that. And then, like, I just didn't want to sound goofy, too, when I did the the thing. So I learned how to, like, at least pronounce all the words normally. Yeah. And then, yeah, in my own music, I got to just, I, I don't know, I was writing the, this song, Pager, and I didn't know how to finish it, and I think I get, like, kind of stuck. And then I just started, like, kind of writing, like, a cool reggae dance hall 
hook to it. Like I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't know what to call that, like what genre to call that song. But I started just like speaking patois in it, and that was fun. And then the popcorn one was just because I had popcorn in it, and he wrote the 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 hook pretty much. He wrote like a giant hook, and then I kind of just like put some stuff in it. Um, and that yeah, and then in like yeah, I think those are the only two songs that I have. Patwine. Oh, and do it like like Stylo G oh, yes. wrote the song kind of. I wrote it with him. I wrote my verses and stuff, but he wrote the hook, and um, I just kind of like wanted to be part of that, and I I got to kind of write with him. But um, that's just a straight up dancehall song. So I guess like I was doing patois there because it fit and it works. I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, I feel like you do it so naturally. Like, it didn't sound like even like I was mentioning to you before, like I have a roommate who's from Jamaica and like I showed her the song and she's like, oh, this is like so good. This is awesome. Like, who, like, who is this guy? And I was like, yeah. Like, and I was explaining how like I saw you at the Ryerson Frosh, whatever. I was explaining that to her. And she's like, yeah, this is awesome. So like, it seems very natural. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like forced, at least from like, I mean, I guess I wouldn't really know because I'm not from Jamaica, but I mean, it sounded really cool. And my roommate thought so too. So, I mean, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's awesome. Um, so you kind of already answered the question, but do you you want (laughs) to, no, it's awesome. I mean, it's better than having a guest who does say anything yeah, right so um but yeah so my question is what is your songwriting process like so you kind of explained some of those songs how you wrote it with other people or you added your stuff later but mm-hmm. generally like how would you say you write songs i i guess like i usually am always playing the guitar at my desk or like I, my guitar sit next sits next to my desk so if i sit down and i'm like either making something on the computer or I'm just singing a song it usually starts with like a melody from the guitar and then I try to sing over it but then I can only write like a hook at a time or just like some random thing some idea that starts a song and then I actually have to like sit down and write it or type it but typing usually doesn't work um and like yeah so you I don't know I usually just have something that I've already made and then I try to expand on it and it takes me so long all the time i think the only time i've ever written a song really fast was i wrote moved out um when i was song is going to be on the album and i wrote it like when i lived with all the guys from ryerson um in second year and we had two parties right away we like moved in and like had a party and then woke up and then we threw a party again and then i woke up the next day and I was like, this is so stereotypical. First of all, stereotypically college. <laughs> and second of all, this is crazy. Like, why would we do that? That's so funny. Um, and then I just wrote this song about, like, being a doofus, pretty much. Just, like, <laughs> uh, when you move out of your parents' house. Um, so, yeah, that, like, took me two hours, I think. I wrote, like, pretty much the, all the lyrics that I use now um, in the span of, like, two hours. But then sometimes songs, like, I sit there and I write and I write and I just, like, hate everything I get. So some songs take, like, three weeks and sometimes three know. weeks isn't that long though i mean some people write songs for like years which i mean like, i guess which i still yeah. probably am and will do but you're right yeah of course yeah you that's sh- I sh- yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> here i'm thinking like oh this guy takes like years to write songs no i'm just kidding but uh, <laughs> no but um yeah no, that's really awesome i mean do you find that like you write about personal experiences i guess that song you were just telling me about you do but like mm. how about for that song with like popcorn the no, no talking do you think yeah. that was that like a per, like are you that kind of guy <laughs> not re- no like, no how- you know what the reason i wrote that song was uh the actual i don't know i don't know what people think the meaning of it is because i guess mm-hmm. it's pretty interpretable but i wrote it about 
like going to clubs and just first of all not even liking that I'm there like not even wanting to be there and second of all waiting in line and like (laughs) kind of taking like some I don't know just like it's an unpleasant experience going out. I don't know. I've, I've never understood it. Like just like waiting in the line yeah. for like 30 minutes to get into a club and then it's like really loud and you're trying to talk to people and like, I, that's, it's not my thing. I totally agree. So like <laughs> when I wrote, when I was writing, uh, the popcorn match or not writing the, when I did the popcorn mashup and then I went and I made do it like, and I was like, yo, this is sick. I'm going to make people dance. Like, this is so cool. I'm going to dance all song with like really really respected successful like talented dance artists yeah. so i was like wow that's so cool but then i was like um i i guess the opposite of like what i want to do is just like make music that p- only people dance to and like i don't have to i don't have to do anything or think about it. it's just kind of i just perform and make people dance and then so i was just made this like kind of poppy song about only needing to go to a club to to perform or to like be there and 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 entertain Rather than like before, I would just go to a club. Every, like bouncers are really mean to you. For, I don't. I've never had somebody who's like, "Hey, like, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah." Like, can you? Can I see your ID? Like, just yeah. I don't know. It's always lame. Yeah. Um. So I just like wrote a song about now. I have a reason to go to the club, but it's to I want to like make money and make people dance and then and entertain them and like because I've never liked being a patron at the. I've never liked walking in and being. Like, yeah. Yeah, with my boys. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, yeah, with I'm your like, boys. Yeah, oh with my all gosh. my boys. Actually, no, I go out, but still, like, of course. it's weird. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I'm I'm not that kind of person either. Like, I'd much rather go to like a bar with like live music or yeah. just like something more low key. Like, I, I never understood yeah. why people go to. And like, I'm not saying it's lame too. Yeah. But it's it's like I've it's never. I want to at least be able to speak with the people. Like, you're having so much fun at a pre with all yeah. of your friends, and you're like laughing and being merry and having fun. And it's fun to go dance, but like. I don't understand the rest of the club. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty aggressive place. Too. Yeah. Like no, it real, is. People push you. Yeah, like, it's, it's really, I know. everybody's like pissed off or <laughs> yeah, they're like, or, or like really, or, or they want to, like, you either want to hook up with somebody or you're pissed off at them or you know them because they're your friend. That's the three types of yeah, people. You pretty find in the club. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's so accurate. <laughs> but no, I totally yeah. agree. I mean, it's, it's funny that you say that because I guess like, yeah, you, you write really like dancey songs, so I guess like someone who doesn't know that would be like, oh, like he likes going out, but like, exactly. So it's it's interesting. Exactly. It's cool that you can still make that kind of music, even though maybe that's not exactly your scene. Oh, I've or, never liked it. Yeah, I've never, I've never liked doing that. Yeah, no, I know I'm the same way. So it's nice that we're on the same level. I with miss. That. We used to live in this house on. We used to live in two six five Seton. We a, a bunch of guys in fourth year and me, and we used to have parties, and that was fun. That's fun because yeah, you can how- like play music and people can have fun. But you can talk to people. Yeah, and like you don't have to just stay in one area. You can go outside. You yeah, can, we had so a it's backyard. Like it's chill. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Oh, that must have been fun. But yeah, yeah, no, for sure, I completely agree. I mean, it depends. So I know that your uh, music video for "Do It Like" was filmed in Kingston, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So can you tell me what that was like? It was nuts. It was like so <laughs> crazy. Was that your first time going there for the video, or have you like? That been- was the second time I've ever been there. No, that was the third time I've ever been there. That are. Cool. I can't remember. It was the second or the third, but one time I just went to be on a television show and to like do a few, few radio. Like the guy who manages me now, mm-hmm. um, just took me to Jamaica and was like, "We're gonna do press. Like a bunch of people want to talk to you about the popcorn mashup, so we're gonna do press." So that was cool. Um, and yeah, he we just did a few interviews, and then the second time I went to Dream. Yeah, so the second time I went to Dream Weekend and I performed with Popcorn, which was. Nuts. Crazy. Yeah. So then I went again and I made Come Home 
with Stephen McGregor, and I yeah we shot this video, and I I think the the best way to describe it it was is I like there could not have been a more accurate cultural experience like than than doing that not just because like of all the dance hall culture but also just in the places that I was like there was no way I would get there get to those places and do do like have these experiences if I wasn't filming a video like I went into Tivoli Gardens which is like a a really really just like I don't know I guess dangerous part of Jamaica like dangerous part of Kingston just a uh like a rougher area like Mm -hmm. we have in Toronto but just like definitely very very cool experience to go there and meet all these people that were just standing outside watching us do a video and then meeting all these people that thought it was really crazy that I went to Tivoli Gardens and then like I don't know just meeting um assassin that's when assassin did a um did a cameo he came out and did and cha-ching ching this this other uh <laughs> artist came out he's the sickest guy <laughs> breadfruit is the sickest song he came out and did a cameo too so i met all these crazy like awesome performers and entertainers and people in the in the uh community and in in, in jamaican music and i never would have got to do any of that stuff so it was just it was really cool and i went to uh um this thing called bosey tuesdays which was uh, just like in a, an outdoor event, just like a DJ and a bunch of people like mm-hmm. ha- hanging out and just drinking and dancing. Um, and Sean Paul was there. Oh wow! I was like, it's <laughs> like the weirdest. That's that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing about Jamaica. Like even my roommate, she always tells me she's like, yeah, like I've met like this person. I met Shaggy. I've met like she's yeah. met she's met Sean Paul yeah. too. I'm just like, what? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Jamaica's so small. Like it's you meet small everyone. And really cool like everybody has the same kind of vibe everybody is nice there not not everybody's nice there you know what i mean yeah it's it's just uh it's a really it's a it's a lot different of a vibe yeah and i feel like everyone kind of knows everyone like if you're making dancehall music like you just kind of hopefully yeah yeah and that's like the sickest uh or i guess the most exciting part of what i'm doing is that that's what i want to get to you know what i mean i want to be able to work with all those cool people and i think that's the way to do it yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, I think it's good that you went there too, right? Like for the actual video, just because yeah. like definitely gave off that like the vibe that the song kind of good. had. I'm glad. Yeah, so I'm glad. yeah, and it was awesome. Um, so as a Canadian dancehall artist, did you ever feel intimidated by other, um, by other artists who grew up in like the Caribbean culture or like grew up in Jamaica, for example? Yeah, I think I I I don't know if I do or do not, but I don't like I've never classified myself as a dancehall artist. Okay, like. I guess I've just made dancehall music, but I know what right. you mean, and I definitely still have. Like I've definitely been. I I guess I'm I'm. I don't want to do something that would make somebody feel like that. I didn't deserve it, or I didn't um, grow up in that culture, or I didn't. Um, I'm not a accurate representation or a a genuine representation of that culture. So they would, um, they would be number one more fit for the job like they've taken more of the culture in or they all they, they literally represent it because that's what they've all always known like it's not like mm-hmm. i grew up listening to dancehall music when i was a little kid but i did listen to like a lot of hip-hop rap um i listened to a lot of reggae too and then i started listening to dancehall when i got into high school so i've thought of i've thought like oh i don't want to not be i don't want people to think i'm not that person um, and I've also been like, I don't want these people who are, um, working really, really hard and definitely deserve, um, success and are, um, heavily invested in the culture to see me doing it and say, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
I just want like I also just want to work with anybody who's making good dancehall music. So I wish that was always the vibe. Like if somebody were, wants to do that and and wants to be really really successful, I'd like to either I, I don't know. You can't really you can't really control the way people feel, but mm-hmm. um, I definitely don't feel like bad about it. I don't I don't I don't I don't feel but like if and I and I know a lot of people coming up in the in the culture that um, want to collaborate and are fans of the music Mm -hmm. so I guess that's a good sign yeah and I mean I definitely feel like you like you did a great job with it like I I just I was just wondering from your perspective if yeah if you ever kind of felt like yeah no but yeah no it's cool I mean I think you definitely did a great job and you were you did a really good like representation like I was saying before I think that like you like your pronunciation sounded good you it sounded natural (laughs) it didn't feel forced it didn't feel like out of place it just really like worked very well for the songs that you did Mm -hmm. um so yeah, so my next question is, um, what was like, how did you feel working with big artists like Popcon, Cardinal Official, Silo G, and all those people? Yeah. Like what, what was kind of your like, impression? It was, <laughs> it was just like uh, one of those, one of those moments that you're never, like not mean the world to you, but it's definitely something I'll never, never forget because it was the first time I've ever worked with anybody that I first of all, had commercial success and had um, a lot of expertise and knowledge in the field, but like that I really respected and liked um, for their music. So like Conscience is one of, um, I think, one of the most successful dancehall artists and one of the most um, prominent dancehall artists right now. He's definitely like really, really doing well. Same mm-hmm. with Stylo G, same with Cardinal. Like they, they have, um, you know, they're hit makers and they also are well respected. So just for a young artist and for a really really amateur artist at the time i was like this is so cool like definitely one of the moments in your life that are definitely going to stick out forever for sure um and yeah and what do you think like what was probably the most interesting thing um or most like useful thing you learned from them working with stylo is really cool because i never thought i could ever i would never have tried making a song like that ever Mm -hmm. like ever never in my life so (laughs) it's really cool that I did because if I was never in a room with him and I never like performed those lyrics in front of somebody without them being like, nah, that's not your thing. Like that a bunch of people in a room being like, yeah, we should do that. Like this is, this is a good song. Like, or style of being like, yo, you should say it like this or pronounce it like this or yo, that's cool what you did there. Or yeah, let's use that line. Or I'd never, if I never had that collaboration and never had that um, experience, then I'd never move forward and be like, I could work with a dancehall artist. I could work with a whoever, a, mm-hmm. you know, whatever artist. Like, I think it's the one of the best experiences that I've had. And then, like, working with Popcon was, like, such a surreal experience that it made it seem like if you really, like, position yourself well and you work hard and you just, like, keep trying, then really cool things can happen. Like, really, really big things can happen. So I, I think that's, I guess, yeah, just... I'll I'll always remember that I guess yeah wow that's so awesome I mean I mean I hope you keep making songs like do it like that was a good song but but I I mean (laughs) I will but um yeah no I think it's really cool that you still kind of want to do other genres as well I mean Mm -hmm. I think that your voice can do all those things like I feel like it's very flexible because I've heard you do songs that are not like reggae dancehall songs Mm -hmm. and I was like oh he has a great voice so I mean yeah it's great that you kind of want to continue with that um and I know that you mentioned before that you're working or working on a new album. Mm-hmm. Um, so what can people expect to hear? I don't know. I guess I still don't really have a genre. I want to call right. it Big Picture because my mom has always like, since I was, you know, your mom has like lines. Like she's always yeah. saying, 
my one of my moms just like look at the big picture, consider the big picture, like because I'm probably always being terribly short sighted or terribly oh, yeah. like narrow sighted, <laughs> I guess. And um, yeah, so she said that all the time, and this is like a something that I want to take and expand and make really, really big, and mm-hmm. and have people like have a bunch of different experiences while listening to it. I guess I, that sounds way too pretentious for what it is. No. It's an al- it's a music album, but like I want people to to. Uh, definitely get a full range of the music that I like, and I just want to recreate music that I like and and work with uh, creators that I like. So um, I think it's just gonna be like way different from uh, the vibe of the EP, but still have those kinds of vibes in them. Yeah, which I'm really excited about because I think I I wanna I guess I want to work like with everyone like I, I keep thinking about all the possibilities between like you, you I could work with a really really big rapper I always you know I'm always really into rap music I could work with a, I could get a feature from a big rapper or I could like work with like snarky puppy or something like that or mm-hmm. like bad bad not good I could yeah. make, like I love oh. jazz music too I love the vibe of like jazz music or blues or stuff like that I listen to a bunch of you know some old artists and stuff like that soul soul artists and stuff I just want to work with other like I love Charles Bradley um, I love, and I didn't get to see him at Rifflandia. He, I think he was like not, he, he canceled his show or something, but I just am always, every time I listen to music, I think the coolest thing that keeps me going is like all diff, all music is, is, is really like, you can find good music in all genres. And I, I keep surprising myself with the music that I'm listening to, I guess. I don't know. Not really, but like, I want to work with everybody. So I want to make music where people can, those people can hear the album and be like, that's good. I, cause if you don't make those kinds of songs, then those people will hear your vibe and be like, that's not really the kind of music that I'm into. Maybe they'd still be willing to work with you, but I want to make a song that Charles Bradley could hear and be like, that's a cool song. Like, yeah. I want to make music with that guy. I don't know if that's possible, but that's what I'm aiming for. So that's the awesome. album should be widespread and eclectic and cool hopefully cool (laughs) that's the main takeaway (laughs) no but no that's awesome I mean I think that's really unique that you you're able to do so many different genres because Mm. not many artists do that right like some artists pick one thing and stick with it or they might do like variation like someone might do like indie and then pop like like very similar things but Mm. you go from like the full range which is so awesome and I think it'll only help you as an artist because you're like, you're kind of able to do anything and everything. So it's really cool. Hopefully. I mean, that's yeah. what you have a lot of confidence in me already, but I do. Uh, I, I, do. I, I hope so. <laughs> I want like, I feel like I'm doing that and I, that's, that's definitely what I want to do. So we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's very important that you're making the music that you like and that you want to make, like you shouldn't feel like you have to do one genre just because maybe more people like that genre. Like you have mm-hmm. to do what you're passionate about. And I think, that'll come across in your music so I'm glad you think so yeah I I really do (laughs) (laughs) so um is there anything that you would like to add no thanks for giving me a platform to go on and on about um (laughs) I I appreciate it thank you for the support and the interest yeah no problem thank you and it was great I feel like I learned a lot and I'm glad (laughs) we got the chance to talk thank you you're welcome thanks be sure to take a listen to Lucas's music on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. To find out more about Lucas and his upcoming performance dates, go to his website, lucasdepasquale.com, and connect with him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Nicole DiDonato. This was Arts and Culture on the Morning Mixtape.